This is the Battle Gorilla Lego Podcast, Episode 13, From Gradius to Lego, Celebrating Vic Viper in November. The secret title of today's episode is Remember, Remember the Vicks of November. In this week's episode, we take a look at the November month-long build challenge called November, yeah, I know, in which everybody builds themselves a Vic Viper. The Disclaimer Lego is a trademark of the Lego Group of Companies, which does not sponsor, authorize, or endorse this podcast. Are you ready to listen to the world's number one Lego podcast, recorded in my apartment? Podcasting is awesome, especially when it's about the Lego fan Podcasting is awesome. Hey, check out this audio stream. Welcome to the Battle Gorilla Lego Podcast. My name is Mike Sneathan. I'm your host. Let's get right into it. We're just a little over a week away from a new month. And as usual, that means we are also just a little over a week away from a new month-long Lego build challenge here in the AFOL community. This time, it's November, which is pronounced the same way as the month it takes place in, but is spelled slightly differently. I'll get back to that later. If you participated in Shiptember and took the whole month to build yourself a 100-plus studs-long ship, and then immediately upon finishing that at the end of September, rolled directly into Mechtober and started building mechs like crazy and built yourself a mecha week for the whole month. Then, once November 1st gets here, you're probably going to be ready for a little bit of a breather. Which makes November the build challenge for you. Because unlike Shiptember and Mechtober, which were just build, 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 the purpose of November is to build a Vic Viper Starfighter. That's it. Just build yourself a Vic Viper Starfighter. Do that, and you have one November. Now, you don't have to stop at one. The original November was just a personal challenge, and the guy who did it had challenged himself to build 30 Vic Vipers over the course of the month. One a day. You don't have to do that. Unless going through Shiptember and Mechtober felt really, really good to you. And you want to keep that momentum. In which case, more power to you. So you might be asking yourself, what exactly is a Vic Viper? Originally, the Vic Viper was the name of a starfighter that was basically the protagonist ship in a video game called Gradius. Gradius went on to spawn multiple sequels and is now referred to simply as the Gradius series of video games. And the Vic Viper is now oftentimes seen as a type of ship more than just the one original ship that bore the name. Gradius started in the mid-80s. One of the things that Gradius was known for was a weapon bar at the bottom of the screen and its use of power-ups. 
Power-ups were not unknown to video games at this time, but they were usually system-specific power-ups. You'd get a speed power-up, and it would power up your speed. You'd get a shield power-up, it would power up your shields. You'd get a firepower power-up, and that power-up would power up your firepower? Try saying that three times fast. Or don't. I, I really don't care. The Gradius version of power-ups were all general purpose. You'd get a power-up, and then you would select something on the weapon bar, and that's what the power-up would power up. A Vic Viper, both in video game lore and in its capacity as a Lego mock, is a single-pilot starfighter with three very specific design elements. The first of these is the set of dual prongs at the front of the ship. The second is a pair of lateral wings toward the back of the ship. And the third is a single dorsal tail. There's also an optional fourth design element that apparently almost made it into the semi-official LEGO rules for building Vic Vipers, and that is a pair of underwing missile pods. Some people add them, others don't. The origins of November go back to some point before November 2008, when a very skilled and prolific mock builder, Nate Nielsen, more commonly known to the AFOL community as Nen, that's N-N-E-N-N, all of those letters being lowercase, co-created a Vic Viper group on Flickr with Peter Morris, which is spelled pretty much like you'd think, both of these men built several Vic Vipers and uploaded pictures of them to the group. Some of these were recreations of ships from the Gradius games. Others were original ships built according to the specific Vic Viper design elements that the pair had decided on utilizing. And then the group just sat there, gathering dust. In October of 2008, then decided that he was going to undertake a personal build challenge. He was going to build 30 Vic Vipers. He was going to post one of them a day to the group throughout November. Now calling this new challenge November, spelled with not one, but two V's in the middle, he and Peter publicly invited other builders to take part. Not necessarily to build a Vic Viper a day, as was Nen's personal goal, but to build one at some point during the month. More if you wanted. As seems to be the case with these things, or at least with these successful things, they expected maybe a small handful of builders would take up the challenge at the beginning, maybe a few more trickling in as the month went on, but the event ended up being far more successful than that. I asked my good close personal friend, the internet, just how many people participated in that first November, but they just kind of shrugged their shoulders and handed me an image that was a compiled group shot of all the Vic Vipers submitted to that event. So, with no easily obtained data forthcoming, I went ahead and took that image and proceeded to sit there counting spaceships like a caveman. My count, which admittedly may have been off, 
was 117 Vic Vipers. So if we subtract the 30 Vic Vipers from Nen's personal November challenge, we're left with 87 ships constructed by other builders. And again, as is sometimes the way these events go, that first November was not intended to simply be the first November. It was, they assumed, going to be the only November. But partway through the following year, people started talking to the pair, asking questions about that year's upcoming November. And then it was suddenly an annual event. In April of 2010, Nen tragically died in a car accident. All of the major Lego conventions that year had Memorial Vic Viper fly-ins, the ships being arranged in the traditional missing man formation, with a gap where the ship flown by a fallen pilot would have been in an effort to honor that pilot's memory. And when the third annual Vic Viper Build Challenge started that year, it was rebranded from November to November. Yeah, I used to blog and you could see the changes in my text. Doing this weird thing with my voice is awkward when things like this happen. It went from being November with an extra V to being November with two N's, two V's, and some odd capitalization things. Capital N, lowercase n, lowercase o, capital V, capital V, lowercase e-m-b-e-r. The extra N, the extra lowercase N, in November was in honor of Nen. And the build challenge has retained that spelling and capitalization ever since. Once November comes to a close each year, images of all the Vic Vipers that were uploaded to the November thread on Flickr's Vic Viper group are cleaned up and composited into a giant image of that year's Vic Viper fleet. This image is known as the map, and most of the November maps from the beginning can be found in a thread on the Flickr Vic Viper group. My personal history with November, and with Vic Vipers in general. I built my first Vic Viper for November 2013. I built the thing. I photographed it. I posted that photograph to the Vic Viper forum on Flickr, but was unaware that according to the official rules, it needed to be posted specifically in the November thread on the Vic Viper forum. And since I hadn't done that, it ended up not officially counting, and my ship, the Deep Aster, did not make it onto the map. I have not participated in a November since then, and I'm really not planning to, as I'll explain as, as I continue talking here. It's not like anyone's going to shut me up. Since that was the only year that I actually competed in November, my work does not appear on any of the official maps. My decision to participate in the Build Challenge came when A, I discovered that the Build Challenge existed, and B, I looked at the little infographic diagram that has become 
moderately famous in the Lego Vic Viper build community, and said to myself, how hard could that be? And really, it wasn't that hard at all. That first Vic Viper I built, I built it like I knew what I was doing. I built it like I had been destined to build that Vic Viper. I had a whole bunch of one by 2 tiles in dark purple that I had gotten off of the pick-a-brick wall at the local Lego store. So I knew I wanted it to have a lot of dark purple in it. I also had a bunch of 2 by 2 plates with a wheel holder on opposite sides. And I had a bunch of the wheels that attached to those. No tires, just the wheels. And I made the decision that I was going to put a wheel on one side of each of those and arrange them in a pattern at the back of the ship as thrusters. Going into building, that's as much of a plan as I had. I dug through my vast assortment of parts, which... While sitting here recording this, I look around at the totes and all the plastic shoeboxes and the shelves and the gallon Ziploc bags full of bricks and all that that are taking up space in my Lego room, and it doesn't really seem like what I had back then was a vast assortment at all. Things have been evolving here. But upon digging through that assortment of parts... I pulled out a lot of light bluish gray and dark bluish gray pieces that looked kind of spaceshipy to me. And then one afternoon, I sat down and I built the thing. There was also some black plates in it, but those were almost completely hidden by uh, the pieces that went on top of it. And there was the occasional highlight of trans red here and there. Like I said, once I had the pieces, it was an afternoon's work. It went together well. It went together easily. It looked, to me, really good when I had it finished. And because of all of that, it fooled me into thinking that I had talent as a Vic Viper builder. This was later proven to not be the case. But it didn't stop me from proceeding as if it was. This is a horrible, tragic story. If you have delicate sensibilities, you may just want to stop the podcast now and go hide under your bed. A couple of months later, I decided I was going to start a Lego blog. I have had two separate, both very short-lived Lego blogs in my time, both of which were creatively entitled Battle Gorilla's Lego Blog. And when I was thinking about the things I wanted to do with the blog before starting it, I decided I wanted a couple of theme days so that every week when it was that day, I would have a thing to present. One of those theme days was Fig Barf Fridays, in which I would show pictures of 
a whole bunch of cobbled together minifigures from from random seeming assorted pieces, the kind of thing popularly known in the community as a fig barf. The other theme day I had decided was going to be Vic Viper Wednesday. I would therefore be building and showcasing one Vic Viper a week. I had the Deep Aster. I decided it was going to run during the second week because with my blog debuting in January, I thought that the first Vic Viper I showcased should be New Year's themed. The mock itself, the actual Vic Viper, was not horrible like some of the later entries in that series would be. It also wasn't great. It had a two-person cockpit. In one of those seats was Father Time, who I built from generic old man parts, including, I think, the, the Sauron beard. The other occupant of the two-seat cockpit was Baby New Year. This was before there was a actual Lego Baby mold. Baby New Year was a printed piece from one of the third-party manufacturers. If I remember right, it was basically a light blue, one-by-one round brick with blanket lines printed on it, and a yellow bar with light cover, a piece I've been told was originally introduced as the eyeball of a Bionicle Baraki figure that had a baby face printed on it. I had picked that baby up at the previous year's BrickCon. And I had pilots for New Year's-themed Vic Viper. The forward prongs on either side of the, the front of the ship, I incorporated pieces from the recently released Lego Build-A-Calendar set so that on one side it read January 1, and on the other side it read December 31. Built it photographed it. It went into the blog during the first week. The second week, I showcased Deep Aster, which I still, I absolutely love that ship, Uh, which is even more tragic when I stopped to consider the fact that one day I was sitting there looking at some of the mocks I'd built and had sitting around and thought to myself, I should really disassemble those so that I can reuse the parts. And then took those mocks, including Deep Aster, apart. I would very much like to still have Deep Aster complete sitting on my build table. I don't know why this was one of those rare occasions where me thinking about doing a thing actually led to doing it, but Taking that Vic Viper apart was a huge, huge mistake. It's definitely one of my biggest regrets as a Lego builder. Then after that came a series of Vic Vipers that just got progressively worse and worse. And I was so focused on producing one a week... I completely neglected quality control. I don't know if I 
built them with my eyes shut and never looked at them to notice that they all were of dubious quality, both in execution and sometimes in concept. This was about the time that the Alien Conquest theme was going on. So I built a Vic Viper piloted by the Alien Invaders. The backstory of this, because most of these had backstories, was that the aliens had captured a Vic Viper from Earth and reverse engineered it so that they could start producing their own Vic Vipers. And this was one of those. This one, again, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. It was somewhere in the middle. But then things got bad. Because then I decided, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. I should build a Valentine's Day-themed Vic Viper. No. No, I shouldn't have. But I did. I built a heart-shaped Vic Viper. The dual prongs were gigantic arrows, and the pilot was Cupid. I built myself a baby Cupid minifigure, and I put him in the cockpit of a Vic Viper. And then I photographed it, and then I unleashed it on the very small amount of public that was reading my blog. Now, at that point, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, okay, he's gone completely off the rails, but it can't get any worse than that, right? <laughs> For the next Vic Viper I built, I had not only gone completely off the rails, but I had retained my forward momentum and showed no signs of slowing down. That old train was digging ruts, and I was continuing to build Vic Vipers. God help us all. President's Day was upon us. And I thought it made perfect sense to build a log cabin-themed Vic Viper. I don't know why. I don't know what would have possessed me to do such a thing. There were Civil War-era cannons on the wings. The cockpit was a big, squarish log cabin structure. I, of course, had Abraham Lincoln from the Lego Movie collectible minifigure series as its pilot. The single dorsal fin that all Vic Vipers must have was the log cabin's chimney. Somebody should have stepped in and stopped me at that point, but nobody did. There were other Vic Vipers. I don't remember them all clearly. And I didn't have the courage to look back at my old blogs to see them. Because I know how frightening they were. I just can't remember all the details clearly. The first blog came to an end. In between the first edition of the blog ending and the second edition of the blog starting, I apparently still didn't realize that I had only ever had enough skill to build the one Vic Viper, and so 
with no Vic Viper building skill at all, I continued doing it. For Christmas, my sister had gotten me something called the Build-On Brick Mug, which was a non-Lego, but Lego-compatible, ABS plastic mug covered with studs and anti-studs to attach bricks to, so you could build on it. And you're probably thinking right now, Oh, please don't tell us you built that into a Vic Viper. I'm afraid to tell you, yes, yes, I did. I built a Vic Viper, which I named the Cup of Joe, and inside, as its pilot, was Larry the Barista, again from the Lego movie, and that was what kicked off Vic Viper Wednesday on the second edition of my blog. The only other Vic Viper I clearly remember from that era was the Blues Fighter from the week that I decided Jake and Elwood Blues needed a Starfighter for some reason. And I built a black and white Vic Viper with police decals on it and a big loudspeaker slash sonic cannon on the roof. If, as I continue aging, my siblings decide to get a court order to put me in a home, I'm sure that photos of these abominable Vic Vipers will resurface and be used as evidence against me. Basically, I think that the point I'm trying to make here, if there's actually a point to any of this at all, is that the simplicity of the accepted build criteria for a Lego Vic Viper makes it seem like it should be very easy to build. But, as someone who has managed to build one decent Vic Viper, and then went on to accidentally give what amounted to a master class in how not to build a decent-looking Vic Viper, with over a dozen examples, let me tell you, it might just be harder than it looks. I am not trying to dissuade you from participating in November. I'm simply offering the advice that you should take it slowly. Focus on quality, not quantity. And above all, have fun. You are playing with Lego, after all. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Be sure to come back next week when I'll be talking about Halloween. The podcast's intro and outro themes, Podcasting is Awesome, inspired by Tegan and Sarah's Everything is Awesome, and Ode to Gibberish, were created by Michael Reinch. I think I just closed Pandora's box And I want to know if you can punch a sucker How else would you know that I've done everything Except any of it You can have your bald eagle afraid of fire And you can eat it too And there could be so much joy And I want my libido well How else, I mean Wish me luck on the prayers for junk food And 